0: You're listening to the Salty Sex Cast with Pamela and Mariah. Yeah, and what's puberty? The
1: sex education you
0: wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help. One, and we're live.
1: Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it doesn't catch both of us on Skype. It kind of like picked one or the other audio. That was weird. <laughs> well, Hello. <laughs> I know. Sad. God. One at a time. That was lame. Well, salty sex cast crew coming at you via COVID-19 quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all coming in on Skype. We're all in our own homes. So we apologize if the recording is a little jumpier and not the... High quality, you're used to from us, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the quality you've come to expect. But yeah, um, we, you know, figure everybody right now is is uh, locked in their homes and
0: thinking about and- sex. Thinking about uh, what? Thinking about sex.
2: Thinking about so, sex. So That's of right.
0: course they're thinking about listening to our podcast
2: and
1: strange relationships and oh well and you know my husband keeps making this joke you know because we're we're in kind of that um scary place of you know not sure what's going on with jobs with some of, both of us and so he keeps saying like at least sex is free at least sex is free <laughs> so <laughs> At least sex is free, right? Because
2: free—that's true.
1: You know, it can be scary right now. A lot of financial distress for a lot of folks, that puts a lot of strain on relationships as well. But I mean, sexual strain—if you're quarantined away from your lover, what do you do?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna discuss that today, but. First, we want to give a shout out to our patron on Patreon. Um, Thank you, Carter James Warren, for (laughs) becoming part of our um, Patreon community, and we will have lots of goodies coming your way.
1: Yeah, so exciting. We just had our meeting, our team meeting about all of that, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, now we actually have to do the things we promised.
1: And it's gonna be fun coming, doing it from home. (laughs) It's gonna be so fun. We gotta get a little creative. Um, Photos are on hold for now, but definitely rain check on that. We will hold true to that promise, that sexy, salty promise.
2: Yes, absolutely. I don't know. We might, we might be able to get creative and figure it out too. We'll see.
1: (laughs) Very true. So um, what are you doing right now to keep the romance alive while you're in quarantine, Pamela?
2: So um, this is like a really, honestly, like a tough subject for me because we already before quarantine, um, we had been talking about the necessity for our family to get a bigger, a bigger place. Um, we have about 1,700 square feet. We have been trying each decade to downsize a little bit, and you know, with just two kids left at home, we were like, "Oh, pretty soon we're gonna we're gonna qualify for that tiny house." But <laughs> unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, fortunately, like our family has grown, right? And um, I'm really super happy about that, but. We are squished in here. We've got three adults and sometimes four kids all living in a three-bedroom house. Um, we have to get really creative with our use of space. So now that you know we've got everybody at home all of the time, it's it's like a pressure cooker. Oh yeah. Yeah, like it's completely changed relationship dynamics. And um, in fact, my, my husband and his other partner just broke things off this last week, um, which I think was in large part due to these circumstances. There are a lot of factors, but um, but yeah, yeah it's been really hard. And, and, you know, my husband doesn't really love sleeping in the bed with two other people. Like he just wants to sleep with me um, and, you know, or his other partner, um, which isn't an option anymore. And so now that they've broken things off, he's not going over there. air. Um, it's three of us in a king size bed every night. And that's, that's hard for, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. I, I get snuggled all night by two hot men, but but that's, you know, it's hard for him. Um, so there have been a lot more, like, discussions. There's been a lot more talk about what is this going to look like in the future and what it looks like now and, you know, how are we going to, like, keep our sanity through all of this and um, a lot of compromise and patience. But it feels like we're in a holding peer pattern right now. Like, um nobody's exactly happy with the circumstances, but there's nothing we can do about it. Our hands are tied.
1: Yeah. yeah I can definitely relate to that. Um, um, definitely. We are not squished in our, my home. Like we have no extra people that we're not used to kind of thing. Um, my husband was working for up until, you know, last week. And so he's working from home now, which has been, harder than him staying at work because me and the kids got into a routine with like homework and my work um and then all of a sudden he comes in and the kids want to play or he's a little more lax so that was like the only contention that kind of came um and then you know he like found a free nap period and I was like I don't fucking get naps like I'm (laughs) working my ass off right now so That's been like the only blow up right now. And then it, you know, it fizzled out so quickly. But, um, you know, our quote unquote girlfriend, like I said, (laughs) labels are so crappy with us. Um, Abby, she's not our Abby. We'll just call her that. Um, You know, she's unable to come over because she's trying to respect her family's quarantine and not expose them to more things by coming here and then going back home. Yeah. So, so it's kind of sad. And her birthday's next week, next weekend. Aww. And we had all these big plans. So we're gonna see if we can still sneak her in. Um, so it's kinda hard. It's like, you know, I think everybody's going through those really weird times and I'm like, God, how do you break up the monotony of every day of waking up and seeing the same four walls with somebody you want to be excited to see? And so, you know, just trying to do little things. Um, My husband has sticky notes all over his laptop and they're like bigger ones. So I have like these mini ones. And so I stuck little love notes underneath the big ones. So you couldn't see until you're like, we're really, so I just did something to try to like bring, it was
0: just
1: tiniest gesture. Yeah. So. Good idea. We asked the kids if they wanted to play restaurant and our kids are young, you know, they're six, eight and 10. And so I was like, you know, you guys make us dinner, even if I make dinner and then you serve it to us and mom and dad go out on a date to the restaurant a la Johnston, (laughs) Um, you know, so we just kind of uh, trying to do things like that. We asked each other out to the movies and (laughs) <laughs> Watched a movie in bed. <laughs> yeah, we're we're doing okay, and sex is free, so lots of sex.
2: Yeah, sex is free. Although, I mean, that's a for me too because like everybody wants some alone time, you know, and it's hard to find that during the day and still get shit done. And um, and then you know, Bert has an issue with. Um, well, he, like, he, he doesn't mind having sex with the three of us. It's just, he doesn't want it to be, um, like that's the majority of the time. The norm. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and so it's, you know, it's a balancing act, like trying to keep everybody happy and content and give everybody the right amount of attention so I don't know, maybe it's kind of a blessing in disguise that you can't have Abby there
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, right now, you know.
1: That's kind of how, you know, we joked around. We're like, well, then just quarantine with us and come over here for a few weeks. Um, and I was the one who suggested that, but I was like, how much of a strain is that going to put on everybody? Because she still has to go to work. Um You know, and so I'm, like, if she gets sick and then brings home and if my kids get sick, I don't want to ever resent her for that. And so it was, like, ah. So, it does. It really puts you in a hard place, you know, between a rock and a hard place that you don't want to be with people you love. You know, and people you really care about. So, I can see where you're trying to, like, you know, put their needs. But then where do your needs come in, you know?
2: Right. Right. Well, I, yeah I'm I, I am trying to take care of everybody but um but yeah even if you know she wasn't going to work every day and that threat wasn't there, I think you'd still find that like all of a sudden being thrown together in that way you know without the planning and the preparation and probably the therapy necessary yeah to work is yeah, it's really hard. Um, cause we, we definitely like all moved in too fast and we knew that, that we were taking things really fast, but, um, but we all felt really good about it. And so we've, we've had to deal with like the repercussions of that choice. And, um, I feel like, you know, a lot of people right now are discovering that Uh, They maybe couldn't really live with people they thought they could or, you know, they don't enjoy spending as much time with their partner as they thought they would or, you know, it's it really does um, put pressure on and create situations that you didn't necessarily foresee.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, there's kind of like the the joke going around that there's going to be a bunch of COVID babies in nine months, because oh. everybody's nothing oh. to do but have sex, but I'm like, but how many divorces are going to happen? Are we going to have a spike in divorces? Oh, or for sure make, we are. Like, Realize that when you have to be around this person 24-7, how much do you like them? <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, and there's some big, big things going on as well, like, um, you know, Domestic abuse is skyrocketing, and that's really hard when you, when your safe place was work or school or something, and now you're stuck with your abuser or tensions are high because they're stressed and they're taking it out on you, Um, and I have Brady messaging me, so could you hear that? (laughs) Hey, I'm we're all sorry. learning. I didn't and right now, it was going to ding. Um, it's been fun just going through Skype. But, yeah, um, you know, how do you protect yourself or how do you support people who are going through that kind of thing? And just kind of, it's really scary and sad. And um, you can still call. you There's still services available to you if you don't feel like you're safe being home. And so, um, I know we talked about a few resources in our last episode, um, with our sexual assault survivor and they're typically the same resources for domestic abuse and sexual assault, or at least they can, um, direct you to the correct one. So don't feel like you have to find the perfect hotline call or hotline to call in if you're having a problem, but yeah, Yeah. just wanted to. To let everybody know that that's a resource available to you. That you know, you should use it yeah. if you feel unsafe.
2: Yeah, and here in Utah, there's a um, there's a place called Safe Harbor Crisis Center, which is where you work, right, Ryan? Right? You know, like, okay. <laughs> um But yeah, at Safe, at Safe Harbor, um, you know, they're they're just an amazing resource for victims of domestic abuse and their children. Um, and there's probably one in your area too. So just, I don't know, finding what that is and maybe making people aware that there are resources out there
0: for people
1: mm-hmm.
2: need
1: now. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that's scary, but just didn't want to completely ignore the fact that those, you know, child abuse cases, things like that are all increasing because everybody's close quarters, um, with each other for long periods of time, there's not really a reprieve and yeah. But, um, what if you, I mean, like we said, Abby is stuck on the outside of our home. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, I, we're still texting and we, you know, video chat couple times a week, mostly on the weekends, just because her schedule is a little wonky. But um you know, there's I think in our sexting episode we really talk about a lot of ways to keep that romance alive when you're away from your you know, lover or partner.
0: Yeah. One one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting was um, you know, Jamie and I have a Tinder profile and uh Tinder was like, hey guys Go ahead and chat, but don't be meeting up right now.
1: Oh, look at them.
0: Yeah, sending out all a COVID message. Thank you so much, Tinder.
2: (laughs) So this is a little bit off topic, but how are you able to have a Tinder profile as a couple? Because I know you do the same thing, Mariah, right? Like, how do you guys get away with that?
0: So you just just type in your phone number, right? So let's say you, Pamela, opened up a, a Tinder profile using your phone number to register the account, right? Yeah. Tinder then sends you a message that says what, you know, like, this is your access code, right? Yeah. So you put in that access code to open the Tinder profile. Then, okay. say, Bert wanted to be on your Tinder profile. He just puts in your phone number. You tell him the access code.
2: Sure. Sure. No, I understand that much. But, like, if Tinder... do dis- you
1: it? Yeah, yeah. If Tinder
2: discovers that you're you know, out there posting as a couple,
1: then they'll take you down.
0: Will it? Oh, have they?
1: We, we weren't on there long at all. And my husband all set it all up. So I don't know how that looked. I know he had it as a female gender looking for, um, other like listed as bisexual.
0: So our gender is set as a bisexual female, but, uh, you know, because Tinder's upgraded their, uh, gender definitions. We just yeah. typed in, because there's multiple definitions that you can pick from, but yeah. they, they said that we don't we don't pretend to know all of them, so they allowed us to just type in couple.
2: You typed in couple, really? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, so, because Henry and I tried to set up a, an account, and within like 24, 48 hours, I can't remember, it was like right away, they took us down.
0: Oh, I've been on there for fucking two years, probably.
2: Yeah, they said the reason was that it was only used for individuals.
0: Oh. Only allowed. I guess I don't yeah. get reported. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe everybody just looked at you guys. You guys were so cute. They just assumed you were bots and spamming. That's what it was. Henry's too cute. Yeah,
2: maybe we shouldn't have used our professional pictures on there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe everybody thought you were bots yeah. and scammers.
2: We, yeah, we had a professional photographer
0: yeah.
2: take all the photos, so that might have been the problem. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was really weird though. We didn't get oh, away bad. with
0: it. Well now that we've had this conversation, I'll be I'll get my account pulled. Oh shit.
2: Yeah, well <laughs> that's all right. I, I'm sure that I'm sure that one of our listeners is uh works on a tender,
1: right? Henders listening.
0: Hey, if you've sure, seen yeah. you see me, swipe right. I'll say hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just try going on there as. A... So, what do you? What were you guys searching for? Another couple, or another single, or. Um, another single, but we weren't really like sold
2: on anything. We were just like, "Hey, we've got nothing to do. Let's, you know, let's flirt, let's text,
1: yeah." It right and that's honestly a fun thing about tinder too is just chatting back and forth flirting with people that you're never going to meet yeah not that we
2: thought we were going to find anything but I don't know it's just a pastime
1: maybe our million dollar idea is to find a a non discriminatory discriminatory I don't know words (laughs) dating app that you can be married or single or polycule well, I think
2: they're already out there cuz when i downloaded tinder like i was scrolling through and there were some that were made specifically for threesomes
0: they're all terrible apps every single one of them is terrible tinder's the yeah, best one i mean i, I assume sure. yeah
2: <laughs> and i assume that like nobody's on them because right. i 10,000 downloads What's that?
0: I said there's only 10,000 downloads of like the one that comes up third after Tinder. Right. Oh. Yeah. Hey,
2: <laughs> That's right. so, the
0: problem. So there's a couple there's a couple of different apps that we've tried. Tinder's been the best, to be honest with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can um, see Henry in the kitchen and the reflection in your window. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> getting some food mm.
2: <laughs> always he's always getting some food I know I'm food away it takes a lot of fuel to maintain that stature um, but yeah but I tried like a, a poly app at one point and there were like
1: you know four people on it oh <laughs> and maybe like three of them are inactive <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: next time we can get together and covid's not an issue pamela i'll uh, let you look at our tinder profile
1: okay sounds fun um but kind of keeping things like the a relationship healthy when you're in close quarters have you been able to like designate a room or a place in the house that's kind of like this is my alone space i'm going to go it's like my timeout corner <laughs> like, <laughs> Without being like, hey, guys, I need time to myself. You could just be there. Because I, yeah. I feel like when I say that, more people need me. And I'm like, god damn you. Like, I just need to be away from people. Because
2: they're just all aware.
1: Yeah. And it's like, you're... this is my place. This is my happy place. Um,
2: So I have been going just up to my bedroom to be alone. Because we've got... The, the toddler's home from daycare now too and we're homeschooling them um, but you know Henry is doing the bulk of that work and so while he's working with them I'm, I'm upstairs in my room trying to get some work done on my laptop and pretty much everybody leaves me alone but um, I think that that's because you know like the, the toddlers are, are being kept away by Henry and then everybody else in the house is over 13 years old. So, you know, I don't have to, I don't, I just don't have to fight that battle, but yeah. maybe, maybe you need to lock your door and put a sign on it, Mariah.
1: <laughs> um, that's, just, that's the hard thing is cause like, I'm still trying to like do homework and then, um, my husband will have like calls for his work. So he comes into the bedroom to be quiet and then I'm like, well, what does that leave me? So I actually found a really cheap, um, rower, like exercise rower. And we have like a basement bedroom that's unfinished. And so I set that up and I was like, I might just hang out on here. (laughs) (laughs) No one's coming in this room. Like it's like (laughs) a cold basement room. Like it's still cement floors. And so I was like, yeah, this is my new, this is my new safe place.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if you don't have enough square feet for everybody in your house, then scheduling is imperative to your sanity. Mhm. So that there is quiet time every day for everyone. You can just have, yeah. you know, a little peace. Just a moment. So you yeah. don't want to kill each other as much.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly, um, and or even just you know like, and then not taking offense if you do have a partner that's like, I need space away from you, yeah. you know, because maybe you're the person that loves now that your partner's home all the time with them, and they're like, Mm-mm. Yeah. like I am an extrovert, so I am struggling during this time. Like I my my light is just dimming every fucking day that this passes. Um, So I will tell you, I'm really, like, mentally and emotionally struggling with this. uh, um, And so, of course, that kind of falls into, you know, our relationships and – or in my marriage. It's kind of like me, like, just being a little ornery, a little snippy. um, But I totally forgot where I was going with that.
2: (laughs) You're saying you were the extrovert, and so it's difficult for people who are extroverts –
1: yeah,
2: And their partner might be a little bit different. They might need a lot of alone time.
1: Yeah, my partner is an introvert for sure. And so he, uh, <laughs> um, he's happy just to hang out by himself. Um, and then I'm like, I need all the people. Like, I want to be where the people are. Completely. Yeah, yeah. Yes. me too. I'm
2: an
1: extrovert. Um, but I'm also not a cuddly, snuggly person usually. Um, so I'm kind of like, I need my bubble. Um, so that's been kind of a balancing act is, he's an introvert that wants to snuggle. I'm an extrovert. That's like, I need my bubble.
2: (laughs) It sounds like you guys need to compromise.
1: Oh Oh, yeah. We totally have been working on a lot of things and then like, okay, I'm, we've been snuggling a ton more, which is super not like me, but I'm like actually okay with it. Um, typically I think it's because being such an extrovert, I use so much energy on other people throughout the day, um, that I'm like to have to touch someone and be close to someone. I'm like, they're going to siphon all my energy that I just siphoned from everybody else. That I <laughs> Talk to today. Um, yeah. but yeah, so it's just kind of funny to get, you know, used to some of those changes and we'll see what it's like after all this is done. It's going to be so interesting. Um, it's gonna take a while i think before we're back to normal
2: oh most definitely i think we're just seeing kind of like the first stage of it um so my my issue lately has just been because i am an extrovert and i just feel all this pressure coming in from every direction that i've really been struggling with depression the last couple weeks and for a few weeks even and um yeah, it's, it's made it fucking impossible to get anything done. Like I, I have all of this time on my hands and I have so much work I can do because I work from home anyway. Yeah. But just knowing the state of the world and the relationship struggles that we've been having here at home. Um, and know financial struggles too right now because I don't really have an income at the moment um had to shut down business um have made me feel really fucking terrible about myself and I mean even like it's hard to record this podcast and not hate the sound of my voice and you know like like hate everything I'm saying and, and being like oh my god can we just please go back and edit all of that out, like, <laughs> every time I talk, and this would just be the Mariah show right now, um, because, yeah, it's just, it's hard, you know, like, when you get in that depressive mind state, you start to spiral, and, um, and you, you know, become so judgmental of yourself, like, so hard on yourself, and, and so that makes having, those healthy relationships even harder because I feel like I am not a good support right now for anybody else. Cause my comp is empty. Like I just can't, I don't have anything to give. So.
1: Um, that's been so similar to me as well. And like, usually it's really hard for me to finally come and admit like I'm struggling, but Like, and I am not a crier other than when we have, like, some very emotional guests on. (laughs) I've (laughs) cried. But, like, just for me to cry out of nowhere or to make a big deal about a things, rare, rare. And it's, like, a daily occurrence right now for me. And I'm, like, I am not doing well. I am not okay. I had to delete social media from my phone for two weeks because I couldn't even handle um, seeing everything because that pressure was so high. Like, look at all the time you have to do all these fun crafts with your kids and do this and that and that. And I was like, I don't have fucking motivation to do, to even wake up. I have to, because I have a paycheck I need to earn for my family because we don't know how long that's going to be promised for both my husband and I, you know? Yeah. So it's like, okay, that's the only thing that's kind of motivating me, but it, it really, really is. So when you can't find, I can't even find like the motivation to clean or to shower, lovely. Um, And so, yeah, I think I'm on video, so I just point into my face for anyone who's only getting the voice recording. Sorry, (laughs) you're not a patron yet. Come join our community. (laughs) Um, I promise it won't be so whiny and negative. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also okay to be whiny and negative. And right now I think we're just kind of, I'm I'm kinda tired of trying to put on that mask of like it's okay and look on the bright side and are you are you growing yet from this experience? And I'm like, fucking shut up. No, I'm not. I'm weathering away. I'm struggling. My relationship I would say is decent. Um, we've been through so much worse than this. So like this isn't a lot, but if I have months of this on end, I'm sure we're really going to struggle. And so to have like that, knowing that that's a possibility, I'm like, what can I do now to kind of get ahead of my own relationship curve? You know, Right. how am I going to um, make sure we're healthy in the future when I can't even think of what tomorrow's going to look like, you know? And it's just, and it might just be those little, I love you notes that are going to get us through. And, and I'm trying to, when I'm, not so low or struggling. I'm trying to make sure that I am reaching out to those closest to me and that they know that I support them as well, you know? And that's, that's not just even my um, romantic relationships, but my family relationships, my friend relationships. I haven't been the best friend. I haven't really reached out to people a ton. And I've kind of noticed not a lot of people have reached out either, which is... um kind of sad and you know like
2: saying like isn't it so amazing how we're so connected on social media and we can do everything virtually now and you know we're so lucky to live in this day and age but um i find a lot of that stuff really isolating just in general not even when we're suffering from a pandemic and now that we're in this situation it it feels even more isolating And, and i think a lot of the problem is that people just aren't being real You know?
1: Thank you.
2: I think if everybody was just fucking honest about how all of this was making them feel, um, it would would maybe feel more connected.
1: Yeah. I really think so, too. And I think that's why maybe I'm such an extrovert and really love that face-to-face, being in your energy, being in your space connection. Because... You can read when someone's being fake or real. You can feel it. You can pick that up. Social media, I'm just like I don't believe it. <laughs> um I'm having I'm struggling with like thinking that that's, you know, your everyday thing and whatever, but and then you're only seeing one tiny sliver of a moment, you know, a snapshot or whatever and you know so we're being raw here tonight. Yeah.
2: yeah. And, you know, I really, like, I think we've done a decent job on this podcast of talking honestly, um, but I don't know if we've been as raw as we could be either. I'm just thinking back over, like, the last many weeks and kind of wishing that we tried, didn't try so hard, you know, at making it professional or like putting on a good front or face Mm -hmm. and um instead did a did a better job at just being brutally fucking honest and real and um I think we should make that our new goal on this part like you know when I ask you how your week has been I really want to know
1: <laughs> uh, that's hard too, yeah, because you know, it's my husband has been fired from his job pending him training his coworker to take over, you know. So, if you really want me to kind of lay it out there, I'll be honest. And it's so it's been so shitty. So, when you're like, I don't know. I totally hopped on the bandwagon and watched Tiger King because, right? I think it's it's
2: the last American (laughs) to see. Like, I have not seen a single episode, but everybody – I'm going to have to. It was – We're going to know what anyone's talking about ever again.
1: Yeah, it was – such a train wreck that it actually momentarily made me feel better about my life. So I was like, okay, we can do this. We can I do this.
2: By Netflix released it right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but there's a scene where Joe Exotic is like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. And I'm like, this has been our fucking theme. <laughs> like, <laughs> this sucks. So, you know, like, things are, are strained, obviously. You know, we've um, it's also fuck. I'm gonna start crying again. Um...
2: <laughs> crying is cathartic. I don't know why we in our culture like try so hard to hold back the tears. It just makes us cry harder.
1: Oh yeah, but it just it it makes me sound so whiny, and it's so hard to understand me. <laughs> um, I, had, I had kind so of a complaint.
0: Husband... Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh yeah, no, you're fine, not, Brady.
0: Not about you. I um, just, I just thought maybe if if you wanted to take a cry break, I'd step in and tell my little frustration from the from the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, I'm actually gonna like cry like sweet tears. Like my husband's been really, really great, and like he just keeps giving me like hugs every time we pass each other, and he's just like, "I'm so glad I'm here with you, and that you're my partner through this, because it's been so stressful." And I'm like, those little things really do go a long way into like being sure. the person for being strong for you when you can't be. Yeah. And, you know, and we sat down and made plans, A, B, C, and D, and F, because we have no clue what's going to financially happen and time and jobs and school. And so we're just kind of like, well, let's do what we can now. And it's, It's really made me grateful for having the partner I have right now. Um, You know, some of the hiccups that we have been having have been so minor compared to, as I should say, in our relationship, the hiccups that we've had in our relationships have been so minor compared to outside of our relationship with, like, finances and job and education and, you know, all these things, so... I will just be really sappy, which I'm not usually and say, I'm really grateful for my spouse. So, Oh, it's
2: very, very sweet. No, those little things are super fucking important. Like I am, I really have the sweetest men in the entire world. Like, um, you know, Henry tells me a hundred times a day that, he's grateful for me and loves me. And, you know, just when we're standing next to each other, he's like, I'm so happy. I'm here with you right now. And you're so beautiful and, and all these things. And, you know, I offering to make me tea all the time. <laughs> I love and it. Bert, yeah. I mean, Bert is really similar. I definitely have a type, um, but you know, Bert will, will just attend, like, he he has this way of um, just foreseeing every need that I have. Um, so before I realize that I'm hungry, he'll make sure that I have something Aww. in my hand. Yeah, stuff like that, because he, he knows I get hangry. Um, or, you know, he'll, he'll ask me, like, what can I do to make you feel loved today, and that sort of thing. Um, but the thing that that he did recently that was just overwhelming for me and I'm still processing is, uh, you know, he and his partner because of some, some choices that they've made. And I wish I could talk freely about this, but because it's their business too, I really can't. But, um, but just kind of because of how they were handling the relationship dynamic over the last several months, um, you know, I was I was feeling a lot of pain over some of their behaviors, and um, and it just kind of all came to a head recently, where I was like, I just I can't take this anymore. Like this this has to stop um, and and change and um, and. Whatever the audience is imagining right now, it's not that bad. (laughs) But you know, it's when you're in it. Sometimes it's just the the littler things that make make relationships feel impossible. And especially in this particular situation right now, super hard. So they both they mutually decided to end things. Um, So that I could have some time to heal and time and space um, Mm -hmm. to heal and and to, you know, trust Bert to to show up for me and and really be there for me emotionally again. And that was incredibly fucking selfless. Um, I I would never, ever ask that of them. Um, You know, I never wanted to. Come between them in any way, but um, but they they meditated on compassion and came to that conclusion themselves. And so, yeah, I am I am super fucking lucky to to have such generous partners. Um, but it this you know environment definitely contributed to that relationship coming to its conclusions
1: and
2: I'm really fucking bad about it. I really do. It's not what I wanted, Um, but here we are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think um, no one's going to come out unscathed from this at all. And, you know, just taking the time to appreciate what we do have. So I don't want to like make this at all like a a negative. So I'm glad that we both took some time and kind of pointed out, we do have a lot of positives and there are some things that like are really helping us get through the day for sure. Um, you know, that's what kind of, you were saying uh, daily. And for those who are catching the video of this lovely COVID-19 face, um, I'm not getting ready. I mean, it's kind of, it's pointless for me to get ready. I don't feel ugly, but I am like, I don't feel my best either. And, you know, my husband keeps saying over and over, he's like, you're so beautiful. And I was like, why do you keep telling me that? It's almost creepy. <laughs> and he's just like, you're just, I, he's like, I know that you're probably not feeling great, you know, like not feeling yourself and it, and uh, the gym and not getting ready and not like wow. having a reason to get ready has been a huge for me. And so I'm kind of like, I'm really, really grateful for those tiny little gestures because they do go a long way. Um, but Yeah. So no, Brady, I, you said you had something.
0: Yeah, yeah, Brady. Yeah, I don't want to talk about I don't want to talk about it now. <laughs> you guys had oh. super empowered. <laughs> like, yeah, you guys had really uppity messages, or not oh, I shouldn't say uppity, upper <laughs> type messages. And, and I was I was about to bitch. So i will just I'll save you, it.
2: Uh, you you deserve to <laughs> bitch. We all do. Like we all should bitch as much as we need to right now. No and- w-
0: that's being real is about right right Go well, for it's, it's, I it's it's sort of like uh Mariah's said it a couple of times uh all these people are talking about, oh, I'm having you know a great time, I got all this free time from COVID. I love it, and uh you know like if I hear another adult be like, I don't know what to do with all my free time, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because uh I feel like my wife is working twice as hard, uh, and even though she's here in the house, we're not together. And, yeah, and I'm also an exempted worker, so I'm still going in. And so I'm stressed out that have I been exposed today, and am I bringing that home to my wife, who even uh, though she's yeah. at the house, do I not? Am I? I'm also not getting to spend time with her. And so yeah. that that's been a frustrating thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I've I've heard, uh, you know. Shout out to Jamie, working super hard, because I know she has. I've heard her talk about it. Her and I have chatted a little bit. Um, But, yeah, for those people who are working double time because their jobs are harder from home and that they're there together, but they can't converse, they can't snuggle. You know, it's like back-to-back, let's just head down and get shit done. you got to go homeschool the kids, and i got to go do you know, 45, 50 hours of work this week, and, and then you've seen each other, but it's not quality time, that's hard too. Like, so how do you make the quantity that you're having and at least squeeze out a couple drops of quality in there, you know?
0: I think what's um, worked for me but doesn't work for everybody is – um Jamie has sort of moved into the studio, right? The one that I built for the podcast Uh, as far as work goes. And so she's not in the house and I'm not constantly harassing her by wandering by and touching her butt or (laughs) because I feel like it's um, I don't know if you guys have read the Constitution, but it's it's written between the lines. In between the lines, a husband should grab their butt, their wife's butt when they walk by. Not mean. Just give a little squeeze, you know. Uh, we and, need attention. Yeah. Yeah, just a little. But uh so I mean, you know, she's trying to work and I just wander by with a butt squeeze and she's just like, ugh, like not, you know, in the mental space. She's in the that, that mental space of work, not butt grabbing. So I've I've basically become the sexual harassment coworker. <laughs> uh at oh, her at great. her Yeah. And so yeah. So what worked for us, and I don't know if this would help anybody else, but if you can set up a dedicated space temporarily where this is where I go to do my professional things and then the rest of the space, we can you can touch my butt there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, I, you know, it's funny you say that because I was noticing how much I've been cock-grabbing. <laughs>
2: I'm just going to say, I'm usually the butt-grabber. Like, um, my... I- my men have two fine asses, so every time they walk by, I'm like, I appreciate those. Yeah, those no
1: squeeze. Well, yeah, I, like I appreciate you, squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. Are yeah.
2: you grabbing the other side,
1: Mariah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, his butt is wonderful and lovely, but it's also <laughs> massive and like three, three palmfuls for me. Like, I can't. I couldn't even get one hand to like grab. Um, I can vouch
0: for his ghetto booty.
1: He's got a massive ghetto booty. Um, so I just like, like to caress the front and it's been fun. Cause it's like a little check-in like, Ooh, you got a halfie right now. Like, like let's go meet upstairs for a nooner. Um, so that's kind of been fun. But today he was just wearing basketball shorts and no underwear because you know, it's COVID-19 guys. No one's, no one's getting ready. Um, and I grabbed it a little too aggressively and I was like, oh, God, like I just about ripped that thing right off. I was expecting <laughs> to like fight with some underwear, but no, it was so readily available. It was so, pretty awesome.
2: Are your kids actually letting you have sex in the afternoon?
1: Um, no, oh. no. Uh, a lot of times, you know, because we do have at least three stories in our home. So a lot of times if we're like, hey, you guys should go play video games for a little bit. Take a break from homework. Absolutely. You know, they're really happy to do that. And we know we, they won't bother us. But then we have to find time in our work schedules and, like, conference yeah. calls and everything. Right. So it really hasn't actually lined up to middle of it. But I've been waking up at 6 a.m. to clock it. Or not 6 a.m. earlier. So I can clock in by 6 a.m. So I can be done by 2 p.m. So... I can feel like I get stuff done during the day and help the kids with homework and not try to do this. Yeah. So that's kind of been working for us. Um, If I, you know, because the kids are out till May 1st, if I happen to have to go into the office um, and my husband has to go back in, we're going to see if I can go really early and then he can work really late Mm. and then... Kind of just our kids will be home, you know with somebody at least part of the time and we'll just have to do an opposite schedule but we'll yeah. see
2: that would be really hard on your relationship though
1: really hard because then you just end up being you know it's, you it's, it's
2: these.
1: yeah, yeah. It's roommates,
2: roommates.
1: <laughs> yeah, so
2: what does the homework look like? I'm just curious because i I always homeschool my kids so. There's nothing, like, particularly new yeah, there. for me. And I'm wondering, like, what the expectation is from the schools for you guys right now.
1: Um, so we're in a charter school, so it's a little bit different than kind of the school district. Because I was, you know, that was one thing. I was so overwhelmed the first two weeks. So unbelievably overwhelmed. Um, so each of my kids, so there are three kids, and each of them have two teachers, So I'm balancing six different teachers' workloads, um, how they're conversating with me. So there's an app called Remind. I have one teacher that's exclusively on there, another teacher that's exclusively on email, another teacher who made a whole blog page for her class, but then you have to sign in and remember that. And then there's like five apps between each child to remember their app, their login. And then we only have, you know, one computer available for each kid, or not each kid, for uh, per check, whatever one computer at three kids <laughs> they have to rotate around it um luckily and then we they finally after the first two weeks they went to canvas which is an online learning portal um, you're probably familiar with it from weber state i am so yes i'm very very intimate with canvas Yeah, Uh, And I've seen the other side of it on the teacher view as well, you know, teeing for college courses. Um, And so they're finally all on there and that's helped a little bit. And now we're kind of getting in the routine of things. And a lot of teachers were like, oh, my gosh, we just realized we were giving way too much work. (laughs) Um, And so they're like, it really should be two to three hours a day. Um, but I'm like, but I have three kids. So that's nine hours on top of my eight hour work day. Right. Um, you know, and some of them they can do by themselves, but so much was slipping through the cracks. And my first grader still needs a lot of hand Um And then like, you know, it's, it's busy work. And then she'll be done in 10 minutes and then be like, well, what's next? And I have to go open the app and go see. And so that was really, really hard. Um, now we're kind of kind of getting there and there's some things that I'm like I don't give a fuck we're not doing good. um um, but there's not a whole lot we can kind of skip corners and the perfectionist in me was having a panic attack you know because I couldn't just skip what's not important and just you know and cut corners and I could not do that at all and so I think that was what was a lot of that anxiety but now I've been able to prioritize and leave things, leave them, leave them, walk away. Don't look back. That,
2: that was the advice that I was going to give you: is don't do anything you don't have to do with the kids because, believe it or not, being out of school for a couple of months isn't really to have a huge impact on their overall education. Like it's just, it's just yeah. not. Um, and kids learn most. And best, I guess I should say, through play. So if they're all playing with each other all day long,
1: they're yeah. learning. Yeah. We actually did um, something really fun. So My oldest son, um, he, he's in hip-hop. And he da- he dances. And so like I'm like, go be active. Go do something. And he's like, I don't want to go outside and go run around with the little kids. And he's like, there's just... So he's, he was really struggling and I'm like, you need to be active. I can tell that you're just like, meh. So we did a a dance battle where like he did one move and then I mirrored the move and then added another move and then he did the two and then added his, we just kept going on. So it's kind of like memory plus movement. So it's fun. And I'm like, okay, okay. It's not Pinterest level, but I did 10 minutes of activity with my child
2: who says that you have to have any kind of Pinterest level
1: activity? That's so fucking crazy. Like kids just want-
0: social media says that.
1: Yeah, and that's how I felt, and that's why I'm huh. like, I just need to get off social media. I need to stop looking at all the little Mormon moms, and just I'm still working full that's time. time only, I need to remember that.
2: Their only job is to craft. Yeah, for their friends. Like, <laughs> of course they're no let that go that can't be your standard by which you measure yourself it's not healthy yeah
1: yeah Yeah, and I think just also not comparing your relationship and the health of your intimate relationship to other people too because they're not their stories are so different I mean even between you and your two relationships you can't compare them no so
2: no I never know all of the details of someone else's story um so no it, it's crazy to to think that you can't compare um yeah the other talking about movement like the other issue that that I've been having is I kept getting like sinus infections and other like little minor things that um you know maybe you contributed to the depression, but also kept me from exercising. And I just, like, I I did a little bit, like, the first couple few days that we were here in isolation, but then I just fell off the fucking bandwagon. And so it's been, like, weeks since I've done anything more than go on a walk. Yeah. And finally today, my best friend, Kendra, um, she admonished me. <laughs> Yesterday and was like, you have to do something, do something. Doesn't matter what. Um, She's, she's a fitness instructor. And so she was like, sign in and do my class. And I was like, I am not at that level yet. Like I cannot, uh -uh. Um, but I'll do a little yoga video. So I did that today at home, but, um, but that's part of, you know, what I've been missing too is this, that social aspect of going to yoga class. I know I'm not supposed to be competitive in there, but it is, like, the one place I get super fucking competitive in my life. And I really just want to take down all the 20-somethings in the room and and outdo them. So
1: I've been missing that a lot. I love it. That's, that's why I had to buy that little rower. Um, I got, like, a, like, hydraulic, I don't know, whatever the fuck you call it. It was eighty-eight dollars, and I was like, I don't even give a shit if it only lasts me three weeks. That's all I need it to last me. Yeah. Um, it kicked my ass today, and I it came today. It got delivered. I was so excited, and I really think that has been huge on my mood. Um, yeah. So I think we need to be more cardioactive in our sexual activities to get oh, me yeah. to release some more endorphins. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good idea. I need to spend more time on top this week for
1: sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I really appreciate you being super raw and open. And the depression really is hitting a lot of folks. And relationships are fucking hard right now. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to struggle. And it's okay to reassess and step back and heal from anything and then come back to it when the world is healthier you know because I can't I can't be unhealthy everywhere and um so we're trying to stay healthy as a team as a salty sex cast team by skyping in so thank you for being so patient with maybe some background noise and our voices maybe going in now it's just not high quality I get it but uh, um, we wanted to make sure that we were following the guidelines for social distancing. And we really encourage everyone else, too, so we can continue um, staying healthy and lessening the time we have to be stuck in our fucking houses. Please, please. I'm begging you. I
0: think yeah, it's true. The harder, home. The harder that we social distance right now, the shorter this is going to impact all of our lives and there's there's people i have a friend of mine who uh we spent some time talking on the phone just recently and and he got to say goodbye to a loved one over the phone while they died and was not allowed to attend their funeral or any kind of service no oh, okay. and so it's i think it's super important that we continue to, it's tough and but everybody can reach out in some way to everyone else
2: so Staying home won't necessarily shorten the amount of time um, that we're dealing with the pandemic. It will actually it will lengthen it. But what it will do is prevent the number of deaths um, that will occur. Because what happens is if it peaks too quickly, there just aren't enough hospital services, you know, medical services, um, and doctors get into the situation where. They have to look at two patients and decide who gets to live um, because they don't have, you know, machines for, for both patients. And so if we can slow down the the progress of the virus um, so that we don't have everyone getting sick at once, then we're gonna save lives.
1: Yeah. So. I think that's um, kind of meshes. We're all we're all trying to say, you know, stay home, stay safe, all the things, um, but really yeah. just protect those who can't um, protect themselves either. You know, those people who are have compromised immune systems. You know, we had our amazing guest, um, Sheila. Sheila, thank you. I almost called her Norma. That was our other guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sheila, come in. And, you know, I'm just thinking of everybody like that. And just, you know, I want to make sure I'm protecting them. Yeah, exactly. The okay. sacrifice I'm, I'm willing to make and be sad and home and have quarrels and, yeah. and cry every day. I'm doing it for <laughs> <Yeah>. you guys. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but, you know, I was saying all that just to say, like, we really are going to have to be in it for the long haul um, for all of those people. Um, it's, it's the right thing to do, but we're going to have to be really fucking patient.
1: Yeah. So thank you for being patient with us and our um, maybe spotty or not so high quality recording. But we love you all. And um, we would love to hear from you. If you do find yourself with some time, please feel free to share this podcast with friends. Um, you know, this is something, it's a medium that you can be ingesting while you're doing so many other things. So that's why I love podcasts. Um, and then you can feel free to email us at saltyseccastgmail.com. At yeah. And,
2: um, also, uh, our, our newest patron, if he would like to email us at saltysexcast at gmail.com and because of the level that he, um, not subscribed, what's the right word?
1: Supported us.
2: Yeah. Supported us at, um, <laughs> he gets to choose our next topic for our show. So definitely Carter James Warren, um, give us a shout and let us know what you'd like to talk about. Um, And then anyone else too, who has any topics that they're interested in, we will definitely consider.
1: Yes. We appreciate all of our listeners and um, would love to hear from you. So don't, don't feel like you have to hide in the shadows. We like, we are extroverts. We love hearing from our people. <laughs> we do. We need to. We, need to.
2: <laughs> we appreciate the fuck out of you because it gives us a reason to do this, right? It's just that somebody out there is listening. Um, and, you know, we we have an excuse to talk about sex for an hour every week. So we yeah. really
1: like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Brady. any last thoughts?
0: No, I just want to say thanks to everybody for sticking it out. And uh, you know, the sooner this is over, the sooner we'll get back to uh, better audio quality. I know it's tough listening to it this way, but we did our best, and we're doing it to keep each other and the people that we love safe. Yeah,
2: exactly. And yeah, thanks for thanks for your patience with me too, everybody while I struggle with depression and. Say dorky things that, um, you know, I I really wish I could take back. But all I can do is look at Mariah and say, please edit that out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I will not. (laughs) She won't. But I love you.
2: (laughs) And I love you. All right, guys. Um, Until next week, stay sexy. And salty. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: What puberty?
1: Puberty? Well, puberty's a lot of things. Here's the piece.
0: When you hear about it first, it sounds very strange.
2: If it really bothers you, you should see a doctor.
1: Then at puberty, certain glands begin to work, and our bodies begin to change. It enlarges the penis itself.
0: And there's a center opening between those two, which is called the vagina. The sex education
2: you wish you had in high school. Maybe a diagram will help.